0: Welcome. You are listening to a recording provided for the use of those who are blind and print-impaired. Materials or items read on AIRSLA are the copyrighted property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Thank you and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to AirsLA for your U.S. News and World Report with Shane Masterson. It's been a bit, but we're back. Uh, today we're going to be reading an article by Paul D. Shinkman. Today is March 14th, and this is an article published on March 14th uh, at 2.13 p.m. The title of this article is Russian fighter jet collides with U.S. drone over Black Sea, forcing crash. The dramatic incident over one of the world's most militarily charged waterways was reckless, environmentally unsound, and unprofessional, the U.S. headquarters there said. Let's get right into this. A Russian fighter jet harassed and ultimately collided with a U.S. military drone over the Black Sea on Tuesday, causing the unmanned aircraft to crash into international waters, the U.S. headquarters responsible for the region said Tuesday afternoon. The incident took place at roughly 7 a.m. local time in international airspace, U.S. European Command said in a statement. It said two Russian Su-27 fighters conducted an unsafe and unprofessional intercept of the Air Force MQ-9 surveillance drone, including flying in front of it and dumping fuel on it several times before ultimately colliding. Coming at a time of unprecedented tensions between Russia and the West in a generation, the command said the encounter occurred in reckless, environmentally unsound, and unprofessional manner, that it demonstrates a lack of competence in addition to being unsafe and unprofessional. Air Force General James B. Hecker, commander of U.S. Air Force uh, uh, Europe and Air Forces Africa, in a statement said the crash represents a, quote, complete loss of the MQ-9. In fact, this unsafe and unprofessional act by the Russians nearly caused both aircraft to crash. Heckler said U.S. and allied aircraft will continue to operate in international airspace and we call on the Russians to conduct themselves professionally and safely. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby confirmed later that President Joe Biden had been briefed on the incident and said that he would raise his concerns to Moscow through diplomatic channels. Russia denied that the collision took place. Its Ministry of Defense said in a statement that it identified the drone traveling in the direction of Russia's territorial borders and that it scrambled fighter jets to identify the intruder over the Black Sea, according to a translation of a report from Russian State News. Russian fighters did not use airborne weapons and did not come into contact with the American drone, the report stated. It also claimed that the drone turned sharply on its own, appeared to lose control and crashed into the water's surface. Pentagon spokesman, Air Force Brigadier General, Pat Ryder said that shortly after the news broke that the Defense Department was quote, continuing to assess exactly what happened. The department assesses that the Russian aircraft struck the repeller of the drone, forcing its operators to crash landed in the sea. Ryder said that the Russian aircraft landed safely, but would not say where. He defended the US right to deploy drones, there while acknowledging that intercepts such as these quote are not that uncommon quote it is an important and busy international waterway so it is not an uncommon mission for us to be flying in international airspace writer said though largely composed of international waters the black sea to the south of ukraine has seen some of the most potentially disastrous encounters between russian forces and those back in kiev in recent years since russia began its military intervention in ukraine in 2014 its ships have attempted to isolate the sea lane several times, forcing international crises that risked escalating to all-out war with Western powers. Russia has sharpened its focus on the strategically critical region since launching into massive invasion a year ago. Attempting to use territory on the adjacent Crimean Peninsula, it considers its own to impose pressure on Ukraine, which relies on the Black Sea and its tributaries for crucial commercial and economic access. European Command on Tuesday described, quote, a pattern of dangerous actions by Russian pilots while interacting with US and allied aircraft over international airspace, including over the Black Sea, and warned that, quote, aggressive actions by Russian aircrew are dangerous and could lead to miscalculation and unintended escalation. It pledged to continue operating in international airspace in the region. The incident comes at a time of growing skepticism among right wing politicians in the U.S. and Europe about the value of Western support for Ukraine. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, among the leading expected Republican presidential contenders, said in a statement to Fox News aired late Monday that, quote becoming further entangled in the territorial dispute between Ukraine and Russia is not in America's national interest. However, other members of DeSantis' party used Tuesday's encounter to justify why persistent U.S. support for Kyiv remains essential. Quote, this brazen act by Russian pilots against a U- uh, an American aircraft flying in international airspace makes clear that Vladimir Putin is an adversary, Senator Roger Wicker of Mississippi, the top Republican on the Senate Armed Services Committee, said in an emailed statement. Quote, this incident should serve as a wake-up call to isolationists in the United States that it is in our national interest to treat Putin as a threat he truly is. Quote, Putin wants nothing more than for incidents like these to push the United States away from our support of Ukraine and prevent us from rolling back his destructive policies, Wicker added. Quote, we must choose to project strength against our adversary, not appease this dictator with words or so-called de-escalation. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It's March 14th. I'm your host, Jane Masterson, with U.S. News & World Report. Catch you next time.